Welcome back to another episode of Teachable Life Moments with Keeler Bryson. Well, folks, welcome back from the weekend. I hope you had a wonderful time. I hope you got some rest and relaxation. And I hope you were able to get to spend some time to, you know, chart out your goals for this week so that this by maybe December, you will find yourself in a different place because you've been working on your goals. You know, we're in the month of May which is the second month of the second quarter. And we have one more month to go before we will enter the third quarter. Can you believe that? So that lets us know that time is moving quickly. And so we've got to be conscious of our goals so that we are, you know, showing God that we value our time and our life and that we're trying to do things to make impact. We're trying to do things to transform our lives and our communities for the better. So don't forget those goals. Make sure you are using your time and your life and your breath that God has given you wisely to do healthy and wholesome things, okay? So let's get into it. Today, I wanna talk about overcoming frustration when nothing you've done is working, at least it's no longer working. At one point, you know, some of us, you know, when we look at our lives, we sometimes can enter a phase where hmm, this thing that used to be a successful tactic for me is no longer successful. Um, And when we find ourselves in situations like that, we can be like, what is going on? And until we figure out what is going on, usually we will experience some serious frustration. Now, we all experience frustration in this life at one point or another. That's normal. And a lot of times when I'm talking to folks, um, I remind them that in this life, we will experience some frustration um, because there are some things that we cannot control. uh, And we know that there are many things that we can control, but unfortunately, it's the things that we can't control that's um, trying to drive us crazy out here, right? And so we don't have to go crazy. We can uh, overcome frustration. And today's episode is designed to help us take a look at uh, frustration under a microscope, so to speak, so that we can better understand what is happening when we find ourselves in a situation where we are are extremely frustrated. Uh, Did you know that there is a cycle to frustration? And the reason I want you to know this is because you need to be aware of where you are in the frustration process. Um, A lot of times we can catch ourselves uh, before we get to that fifth stage of the frustration process. Um, We don't want to get to the fifth stage of the frustration process. Um, The first stage of it is we magnify the problem. Um, There is a statement that says that usually things are not as bad as we make them up to be. (laughs) Uh, You know, our mind will play tricks on us and it will magnify a situation. Uh, And that's, that is a mistake to do that when faced with, you know, being frustrated is to magnify the problem. We tend to think the worst 
and intensely focus on the negative effect. And what I tell folks that I come into contact with when I see them going through a situation, I try to walk them through it so that they can realize that, hey, there is a whole lot to be grateful for. There are a whole lot of things that um, that are going right in my life. So the first thing, the first stage of that frustration process is to magnify the problem. So when you find yourself doing that, catch yourself and realize this may not be as big as I'm making it out to be. So ask yourself, is this really as big as I'm making it out to be? Do you know that you can switch your mindset into another lane and take a look at this and say, you know what? This is really not a life or death situation. Is it life or death? If it's a life or death situation, then I can understand that, yeah, this is a situation to magnify. But if it's not a life or death situation, you know, um, the... (laughs) The um, the gangsters are not gonna they're not coming looking for you. Okay, this well then this is not a life or death situation. All right, so chill, take a chill pill. Okay, now if we can't catch ourselves at the first stage, which is magnifying the problem, then guess what? We begin to move to the second stage, which is when we become furious. Uh, while we are in the throes of frustration, we can become furious rather quickly especially quick-tempered folks out here, um, if they don't rein in their emotions. And then um, we tend to allow a pity party to produce additional stress, which causes more time and energy to be wasted. Fury can then turn to anger, which when acted out on, only delivers more damage to the situation. Now, being furious, we want to get control of ourselves. We do not want to move to the second stage of being furious because that is a dangerous uh, phase to be in, a dangerous step to be in. We know that uh, anger can make us do some terrible things and then things that we didn't intend to do. Um, When you're in that second stage of being furious, you see people tend to have pity parties. They're trying to feel sorry for themselves. And then they will actually get upset with you if you don't feel sorry for them or um, go along with, you know, helping them feel pity for themselves. You know, we don't want to have a pity party. That's one party I don't want to go to. And sometimes you got to flat out talk yourself up out of the pity party and be like, hold up, hold up, hold up. You know, what is going right for you, Keeler? Or, you know, what is your, whoever's listening to this podcast, what are some things that are going right in your life? Stop causing additional stress on yourself. Get out of that pity party and start having a gratitude party. And that will help calm down being furious and angry because when you start listing out things that you have gratitude or thankfulness for, it has a way of decompressing you and just deflating all that negative energy. The next step of frustration is finding blame. And this is another time waster, um, you know, that most people consume themselves with when they are in the frustration cycle. You know, they point out who fault it is. Um, You may discover someone did make a mistake, but does that fix the problem now? A lot of times when a mistake happens, sometimes mistakes can't be fixed. Um, And so there is no need in trying to find blame. The only thing you can do is accept it and move on. 
and stop, you know, trying to point out, point the finger and find and blame, you know, that's just wasting time because you can't, usually you can't repair it. So what's the point? So snatch yourself out of that third step, which is finding blame. The fourth step is becoming a rebel. And this is when you refuse to accept things uh, will not always go your way the way you intend them to be. This is when a person is, they are not accepting the outcome. They are not accepting the fact that they cannot control um, the situation. And then they be, develop a rebellious attitude, uh, pretty much kind of like acting like a, a difficult or spoiled child. And usually when a person is in that rebel phase of frustration, they are not looking for solutions. Um, because they have plenty of time to rebel and revolt. Um, and when you get to that stage, I mean, that is, that is, it, it takes a lot to break through once you allow your frustration to develop into a rebel stage. And again, the rebel stage is that stage where you just become like an outlaw. You want to break all the rules. You don't want to follow the, um, the law. Uh, you just you just just running like a loose you know a loose cannon so to speak and we gotta catch ourselves before we get to that rebel stage we see it in society every day where people snap people uh, go and just try to take the law into their own hands and it's because they have uh, um, advanced from magnifying the problem to becoming furious to finding blame and then the fourth stage, they rebel. And when people rebel, they don't care anymore. They don't care about uh, losing what they have. At that point, you know, they feel like they don't have nothing else to lose because the things that they wanted to go their way didn't go their way. And they realize they don't have control of a situation. And so they just go all in on, um, just making it a difficult life for themselves and those around them. And then that last phase of frustration is finally they quit. And as I said, you wanna catch yourself before you get to the fifth stage. Giving up is the last stage of the frustration cycle. Um, quitting altogether is nothing but an escape from the situation. You just want to escape from it. You're, you're, you've gone as far as you feel that you can go. Um, giving up is like, it's a different way of taking, uh, of simply taking a break or breather in the middle of a trial to regroup and refocus. When you quit, you completely and permanently remove yourself from the challenge. <laughs> which you can ultimately, which, you know, ultimately causes more frustration and feelings of failure. Okay. So this is the type of quitting I'm talking about is different from simply taking a break or a breather in the middle of a trial, you know, to kind of regroup yourself and to get refocused. The type of quit I'm talking about is you permanently and completely quit and remove yourself from the situation altogether. Have you ever felt like quitting? Have you ever, when I, uh, uh, you know, I've read the, through to you the cycles that you go through in frustration. I've uh, discussed them to you. Which ones can you identify with? Have you felt like maybe you've experienced all five stages or maybe the first three? 
or maybe the first, the second, and the last one. Um, if you've ever had any level of frustration, I'm sure you probably can identify with at least one of these phases of that frustration cycle. So, one night, Peter and his friends tried every tool and trick of trade they knew to catch fish, but it, but they didn't catch a single fish that night. And, you know, they fished all night until the next morning. And then Jesus, here he comes along while they are washing their nets the next morning and asks them to basically not quit. He, in fact, asked them to launch deeper and to drop their nets. In other words, he was saying, try it a different way. And when they tried it a different way, they experienced a very unusual outcome. Something really, really different from any other fishing experience that they had previously encountered. You know, when you're on the verge of your greatest breakthrough, it's always preceded with extreme frustration and exhaustion, uh, fruitless and wasted efforts. You will uh, experience insult to your knowledge and to logic. In other words, the things that you used to do that made sense that no longer work, you will feel insulted because all of a sudden you're wondering what is going on. Peter felt all of these. He felt extreme frustration. He was exhausted because he had fished all night. And then that morning here he is washing the nets. So you know he had to be tired and exhausted and didn't catch anything. And then here comes Jesus asking him to launch deeper and to drop his nets. And a lot of times we are so tired at that point, it's like we want to throw in the towel and be like, no, nah, I'm not trying anymore. I've done everything and it didn't work. So what's the point? And then here Jesus comes along, who's not a professional fisherman, fisherman. And then he's telling me to drop my net, which in this particular body of water, daytime is not the best time to fish. He's asking me to go in deep waters when shallow waters is the best spot to catch fish over here. And all of you know, you're tired and then this person is giving you all these illogical instructions. They don't make sense, They, especially based upon your past experience. But you know what? Peter didn't ask any questions. He didn't listen to his feelings. He simply obeyed, even though he was dog tired and probably ready for a hot breakfast and a warm bed. He simply obeyed. He did not let his... Uh, Feelings of frustration overwhelm him to the point that he uh, got to the fifth stage, which is quitting. We we see him slightly kind of like rebel in the fact that he was like, I've toyed all night. <laughs> you know, don't you know that? I've, I've been out here all night and I didn't catch anything. He did at least say that. But nevertheless, he obeyed the instructions. And you know what happened? He caught a boatload of fish. Here are the things I want you to remember about overcoming frustration uh, the next time you become frustrated. When you're frustrated, remember this is that God wants your attention. And when we've been doing something successfully for so long and being productive at it, 
you know, super good at what we do. And then all of a sudden those things no longer work. Just know that God is wanting your attention and he knows how to get it. And that's a, a major way to get our attention when something is not working the way that it used to work. And the next thing I want you to remember is that you have been divinely elevated. In other words, you are getting ready to move from that level that you're currently on to a higher level. And in order to do that, it's going to take a unique set of instructions that you're going to have to be able to hear and obey. So those are the next steps. Know that you've been divinely uh, elevated. Peter didn't even know that he had been chosen to go to another level of fishing. You got to wait for the instructions. And then you're going to obey the instructions because they're going to seem weird. He taught them to drop the nets. Now, nets with an S. But do you know in verse 5, he said, okay, I'm going to drop the net without an S. He still didn't fully, (laughs) to me, obey because he didn't drop the nets with an S. And the next thing I want you to remember is... Remember, you're getting ready to experience no more toiling. With this level of instruction that you're getting ready to receive and fully obey, remember, when God gives you an instruction or you get an instruction in it from a person that looks like it's meaningless, be sensitive to where the instruction comes from because it's going to seem like it's something weird that is not going to work, but it will. And it's going to be something so special until you, it'll be something you've never experienced before. And it'll be without toiling. God is wanting to take some of us from that toiling level to a level where we can just obey the illogical instruction and receive a net breaking sink, sinking boatload blessing. And Once we realize that we have been divinely elevated, we're waiting for the instructions. We're on the lookout, being sensitive to it. We're going to fully obey the instruction. Realize that we're getting ready to experience no more toiling. You need to get your team ready because this level of blessing that you're getting ready to uh, walk into, you're going to have to have a team. You may have to get you an accountant. You may have to get you definitely an attorney uh in my girlfriends group one day i posted this to the girlfriends in the group you know these are people you need to know attorneys accountants um you need to have uh, people that know how to help you move forward because when you experience that net breaking sink boat sinking boatload of blessing you don't want to be scraping and scrounging trying to figure out how to get this team together you need to get a team together on um how to invest your money and whatever else the Lord leads you to do, okay? So honor frustration, analyze frustration, sit down and seek out what it is that the Lord wants to speak to you because he's trying to get your attention. And when your income is on the line as it was with with, uh, Peter, it's like, yeah, that's gonna get your attention. God is ready to elevate you and help cause you to experience that net breaking sinking boatload of blessing all right so be encouraged and know that when the things that you used to do is no longer working 
just know that you have been elevated, divinely elevated to go to another level, moving from toiling to no toiling and experiencing that net breaking, sinking boatload of blessings. All right, be encouraged and have a great week.